Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just Hi, sit everyone. back I'm Raylan and Davis. enjoy I'm right sales here mindset coach. on the podcast. I'm, it was funny, I was really looking at today's um, it is segment, such an honor and, and what we're talking to about today with you. is transformation. And then, you know, Sarah, of course, threw something in. Chose to be. Tactful, but again, right the idea of transformation, I want to talk about a little bit today. The idea of transformation not just in ourselves, so but also said, we are in our sales process. Before we do that, though, I will do a quick reset, which is the fact Thanks that so you are in the Breakfast of Champions today, the Millionaires Breakfast Club, where we are here to bring you motivation, education, and inspiration from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. 
to noon on Saturday in Club 111, our worship service on Sunday. Uh, we're gathered here every single day, and we deliver time and time again, and the people that are delivering the information are the hundreds of thought leaders we brought with different backgrounds, different approaches, different expertise with one common goal, which is to make sure that you succeed. Now, here's the thing though, not you're not gonna always get every single little gem that each thought leader brings you, so we put everything into a podcast for you. So go over to breakfastwithchampions.live to subscribe to the podcast, wherever the heck you listen to podcasts, um, and so that way you don't miss anything. And obviously go follow us over on the old Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. All right, with that being said, now that you know where you are, let's talk transformation for a brief second. Okay, today, the really basic thing I want to try to do, and I think every single segment I do here at Breakfast with Champions, I really only have like two missions at hand at a time. One is to get you out of your way, and two, to make you money. Right? Like if you if you claim yourself to be a mindset sales coach, that's all my only two purposes. Can I remove you from the equation in terms of get you out of your own way and then in doing so, make you some money? So I was talking to a friend of mine recently. Um, he's been through all kinds of like transformational uh, schools like Landmark, et cetera. And again, we're, I'm trying to understand this idea of transformation. I even told him once, I go, all right, in four weeks, I want to get a blue belt in transformation, which by the way, for those that actually know about transformation, that's like literally impossible. But you know, here I am saying I want a blue belt in transformation in four weeks. Anyway, so we're talking and he says to me, he goes, it's kind of like this. And this is how sales and the idea of transformation blends in. He goes, my entire life, I was rowing this boat in the middle of an ocean. And I'm here I am, I'm in the middle of the ocean in this tiny little boat with two oars and I'm just, I'm just cranking out the, these rows. And I even got to the point where I, where I figured out how to develop a motor in the back of that, uh, that boat. And I turned the motor on blast and I'm rowing. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it all I got. My ego is driving the boat, but I'm going so fast. I'm getting so many different results. It's ridiculous. And then one day he realized that his, his ego, as it was driving his boat, was starting to diminish the boat. It was, it was wrecking it. There were shards of wood. Pieces of him were falling away because his ego was driving the boat to the results that he wanted. It was getting him to where he wanted to be, so to speak, but also, again, he was falling apart along the side. So one day he decided, you know, what if I let go? What if I know where I want to go? I put, I put the boat, I put my body, I put my mind in the direction of the result that I want to go in, but I let go of the of the rows, I let go of you know the motor, I turn it off, and I just let go. And of course, he says, every single time I, I would let go, I want to go grab it again. Because what we learn oftentimes is the more we got to hustle, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to go, right? And by the way, this is coming from a former MMA fighter, people, okay? Right? We're, we're taught to just drive forward, but what's funny is, he said every time he would think about grabbing, he'd just go, no, just let it go. And then he'd look up one day, and all of a sudden the boat's going faster than it was than what he was doing when he was actually forcing it to go. He said, Raylan, the boat went faster. I couldn't figure it out until I look up, and I realized I had a, I had a sail on the boat the entire time. And the more that he let go, the more the sail let go, and the faster he went. Okay, so here's the other question I had around transformation for him. I said. And by the way, I'm sorry if this is like a cousin of yours or an uncle. I know like this is a family member of mine. But I said, why is it that everyone that claims to be, you know, spiritual uh, to this degree or, or transformational, 
why are they always broken have crystals again i'm sorry <laughs> if that like sounds like a, a friend of yours but you know what i mean you know what i mean it's usually that person that's like you know money's not important money isn't important it's not about the money now listen Again, this is just thoughts, people. Okay, don't get mad at me. Don't come, don't come, uh, send me hate mail to my Instagram. All right, but think about it this way: every person that says it's not about the money usually doesn't have any. There's only one person I generally listen to, and I go, you know what? Like, I believe you. Is when the person has experienced it before. They're like, no, it's not about the money. I just so happen to make money as I help people, kind of thing, right? But anyway, so I asked him about this, and he goes, well. What people don't realize is the more that you let go and you don't really necessarily get attached to things, things come to you. But the problem is they don't know what they actually want. They don't know what they're really their purpose is. They may understand the idea of letting go and not being attached to things, whatever, but they don't have a clear picture yet of the intention. Like what is their intention? So today that long story was here was simply to set this up. I want to help you today get really focused on your intention. I want to help you get really focused on the results that you want. And for those that, you know, obviously have been in, you know, a uh, uh, different leadership position before, you all know what we're going to go through today, which is this concept of CPR. I'm just going to maybe give it to you a little bit differently. CPR. So CPR, for those that don't know, is context, purpose, and result. Context, purpose, and result. Now, I say this almost in every segment, which is this is that I know there's concepts all the time that we hear, we go, oh, I've heard that before. Oh, I've heard that before. But what I'm starting to understand is that the more that we hear something, the less we actually implement it. Isn't that funny? Like I'll hear something a million times. Oh, this is a good selling technique or this is a good mindset technique or this is a good productivity. And I'm like, oh, I've heard that before. But the one question we never ask ourselves is like, how often am I using that? The answer is usually like not that much. So, so again, as always, if I give you something, you're like, right, I've heard this a thousand times. So I want you to do yourself a favor, and I want you to try to make sure you're actually implementing it because maybe it's the one thing that you're missing right now. Everything that every single thought leader says up here, I want you to think about it and say, as a thought experiment, go, what if I implored this in my, in my life today? I wonder if I would go a little bit faster. So I'm going to quickly go through what these are, and then I'm going to go backwards, and you'll understand why. So context, really, it's just a simple attitude. It evokes emotion, right? Purpose. It's, there's a framework to it that I'm going to teach you, which is to, by, so that, because, and then the final is result. These are, should be like really smart. It's a smart goal, right? It's a tangible, measurable thing. And I'll explain, in my opinion, how it should be even more uh, granular. So let's start with result. Oftentimes, we let who we think we are, yes, I said think, we let our identity, who we think we are, dictate our results. I'll give you a, a clue. I hear this all the time. You know what, Ray? I'm an introvert, so like I don't know if I can go on IG Live. That's you allowing your identity to dictate the result that you get. Because if you don't go on IG Live, you're not building trust with your audience and da 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 da. Okay. What else? And this is a, again a rhetorical thought experiment for yourself. But what other what other places are you allowing your identity to get in the way of yourself? Right. I had a discussion, a beautiful discussion, with somebody the other day here on Clubhouse, actually. And we were going through this idea that maybe our identity is not necessarily who we are. And it's a scary thought process. I'm not going to lie when you think about it this way. My entire life, I would in almost introduce myself as somebody that was kind of broken, right? It was like, hey, I'm that person. Even doing a, bre a Breakfast Champion segment, I started with the story 
of of my life, right? And how we grew up without money and and how my father was in prison by the time I was like seven and how I grew up in a situation where my my grandparents and all that were were, were racist because they're originally from Poland and they were extremely racist. And then on the other side, my, my black family was extremely racist towards white people. So it was this weird kind of world I live in. And so as I'm describing this, I think I'm painting a picture of who I am. But this odd question comes up. This odd question in my mind comes up, which is if I were to strip myself of all those things, who would I be then? And maybe it is still important, but that idea is actually very interesting. But think about it. Think about all the ways that you identify yourself. If you were to strip all those things away, who would you be? So again, we take that identity. And for me, the way it got in my mind, got in my way was I've always thought I wasn't a good writer. I always thought that I wasn't really good at writing and because I misspell things all the time. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of dumb when it comes to that. And so because of that, I never went after certain things. I never, you know, never wrote a book. I never, you know, I would, you know, shy away from writing blog articles or I would shy away from writing captions and all these things. And so I was letting the results that I get in my life be based upon my identity. What if we went the other way around though? What if we started with the result and then we allowed who are who we really are to show based on the result? So the first thing is the result. What do you want, right? We started this uh, a segment a long time ago. It's on, it's on probably a podcast right now with Rush of the Champions. Again, go subscribe to that if you haven't already. But I started off with a simple question, which is what do you want? And what we found was it was extremely difficult to get people to say what they actually want. I think Glenn Lundy was like the one person that was like, no, I know exactly what I want, right? And so if we don't know what we want, it's really hard to get it, obviously. So these should be measurable goals, something like, you know, I want a hundred million dollars net worth, right? Or this year I want to have a seven figure business. What I'm going to ask you to do when you're creating a result is go one step further. So for, for me, the goal that I want is obviously to enroll people into the Elevated Sales Academy, right? The Elevated Sales Academy is a mastermind focus on only two things, mindset and sales. That's it. Okay. So every month that's what we focus on. And then we make sure the subsequent weeks after that, we're driving to actually accomplish those goals and make sure the skill is yours. So that's my purpose, right? That's, that's my result is that I want people to enroll into this program, into this mastermind. But I go a step further. I know the thing that will lead people to get there is by me getting people to say, huh, I never thought of it that way, right? And what I have found is that in sales, it is not your job to make someone go, huh, like uh, uh, they're in my mind, man, like this person really understands my problems. Why is not that not the goal? Because everybody does that, okay? You don't have to be a genius to simply look at an industry and go, this is the pain point that this industry has. It's not that hard. What's hard though is getting someone to say, huh, that's the goal of sales. And here's why, okay? Go a little bit deeper in this, this idea of getting someone to say, aha. I mentioned briefly that my, my grandparents were racist. I said were in past tense, right? The reason why is by the time they were 80 years old, we actually developed a really good relationship. I talked to them all the time, I would FaceTime them. But when we first started this journey, when we first started the relationship, the first words I ever heard from my grandparents were they called me the N-word. It was the first time, right? I think I was maybe nine years old. And we were like an abomination. My mother was abandoned by her parents because she married a black man. So that was that was my experience with them. But again, we got a great relationship. How in the world that happened? By the way, if you don't think that's selling, changing someone's belief system, then I don't know what is, right? But what's interesting about beliefs is that's tied into your identity. 
And so even at a young age, don't ask me how I knew this. Maybe, I, you know, something I learned from my mother. But when you ask someone to change their mind about something, you're asking them to take a part of their identity away. I'll say that again. When you ask somebody to change their mind about something, what you're really asking them to do is to strip away sometimes decades, sometimes their entire life worth of information that tells them that they're a certain somebody. Their identity is wrapped into that belief. So and oftentimes when you're asking someone to change their mind about something, it's really unfair. I know that sounds weird, but it is unfair because you're asking them to take away themselves in a lot of ways. So again, we knew this going in. My mother, again, was a great role model in this and the way that she acted. Maybe she didn't understand what she was doing at the time, but we never forced the issue. We just kind of let them be. Only thing we did was we would ask them questions. Something like, okay, well, what happens when, you know, because my, my grandfather's a huge sports fan. He loved football. And so one of the questions I remember asking him one time, because we'd always call just to check in on them. And of course, they'd always answer. So I, I always had this like sense that maybe they wanted to build a relationship, but at the same time they didn't. It was this odd kind of like push and pull. So I'd call and I would say something like, well, what if I go to a football game? Are you not going to go? These really silly, dumb questions, right? But these questions made them go, huh? Okay, but what happens when this happens? And so by asking questions, you get them to think about a problem that they never even thought about before. My, my grandfather didn't consider the idea that my first car, you know, he, he was a huge, he's from Detroit. We're all from Detroit, right? And so he's this huge American car fan. And, and so the idea of saying something like, you know, what if I, my first car is a foreign car to him is like, wait, what? I never even considered that, you know, I'm just making jokes, but no, I'm kind of being serious too. So the point is, if I get someone to go, huh, they now go through the journey of, again, stripping the way the, the identity they have tied into that belief. And if they say, aha, uh -huh, enough, guess what? They want to explore what that problem is that I brought up. And guess what? Since I provided them with a new problem, I possibly could be the person that can solve that solution. And in my grandparents' case, we ended up developing a really great relationship. First, my grandfather, who would sneak away from my grandmother to come and see us. And then eventually, my grandmother came around too. And, and I got to, for the first time in my life, hug my grandmother uh, at my, my grandfather's funeral. It's the most beautiful moment I've ever experienced. It didn't come from me yelling at him and saying like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, it didn't come from that. It came from me trying to get them to go, huh, I never considered that. So for me, the result that I'm looking for isn't an X amount of, of course it is, right? It's like, there's a certain amount of people that I want enrolled into the Elevated Sales Academy, but I also know that the goal every single week is to get 10 people, just 10 people, one-on-one -on -one with me to go, huh, I never considered that because I know that's what, what it's going to, what it's going to do. So get super clear, granular over the result. Maybe for you, it's not getting someone to go, huh? Maybe for you, it's something like, for example, getting somebody to feel as if you're the one person in the world that cares. I don't care what it is, but make sure it's super, super granular and it's measurable as if like, for example, for me, again, it's an audible thing they'll say. They'll say, oh, I didn't consider that. So that's result. The next one is purpose. So here's the framework. If you have a pen, you can go ahead and write it down. If not, I'm sure this will be up in the podcast. You can kind of review it later. So purpose. What is your purpose? What is your intention? So the framework is to, by, so that, because. To, by, so that, because. So what this does is it forces you to get super specific of what your purpose is, right? So let's say, for example, that you are somebody who, um, again, something similar to me. So I'll, like, let's just use my example, for, uh, for example, right? To enroll people in the Elevated Sales Academy, 
by showing up every day and stay consistent. Here comes the so that. So that I can attract the right clients because, this is the end part, because I want to grow a successful business and change the world. Right? What is your purpose? Why are you doing what you're doing? Oftentimes we go into an environment, go into a scenario without having your purpose clear. I'm going to a network event. Why are you going to the network event? I'm just here to meet people, right? Is that really what you're trying to do? No, what you're trying to do is maybe create a, another partnership here. You're trying to collaborate with somebody to get a certain project done, or maybe you're, you're again, trying to enroll people into your programs and your systems, right? Get super clear and purposeful what you're trying to do. If you don't do that, again, we're allowing our identity to dictate what happens after that. So we have to get super clear, super focused on what your purpose is. So the question I want you to think about is, do you really know, depending on the environment you're at, what the purpose is? What, what is your intention? You know, another way to kind of think about it is this. If we, if we think about it, how you operate with your parents versus your best friend versus your client, that's a different you. It's the same you, but maybe some characteristics are dialed up or dialed down. Okay? You're still you. I'm not asking you to be fake or inauthentic, but you do this already naturally. Why? Because the purpose changes, Right? The purpose changes and you go into that and you go, I'm, I'm going to be purposeful of this thing, right? So another example uh, of this could be when you're with your parents. So one of the things that I try to do often, and by the way, I'm not perfect at this, is when I talk to my mom, for example, she, you know, she's getting a little bit older. We're all getting older and I, I can't help but think like, you know, I don't know. I never know when's the last time I'm going to talk to my mom, right? Or my dad. So what I do is, again, we have to be super purposeful. purposeful. My purpose when I talk to my, my parents is that I wanna learn as much as I can about who they were before I came into their lives. That's just my purpose, right? Because the more that I understand them, the better relationship gets. And not to mention too, I think it's important to be curious about your parents, right? We think we know our parents, but there was a whole nother life <laughs> that they had before we came around, right? So I, I get, that was that's my purpose in a situation. So that allows me to act differently. It get, gets me different results as well. So. What purpose do you stand when you do a segment in Breakfast of Champions or when you run your own clubhouse room? It's important to know these things. If you don't know your purpose, again, you're allowing your identity to dictate how you act. And the final thing is context. And I also almost changed this to totem. And I'll explain why. So context, again, as I explained, it's simple. It's an attitude. It evokes emotion. It's real. It's authentic to you. It's unique to you. And it's usually like a... um, a phrase. So again, my friend that was explaining this to me in more in, in more detail, he said a friend of his, his thing was no new friends. <laughs> his context was no new friends. So to get himself in the right mindset for what he was trying to do, he say no new friends. The reason being is he understood something that I often teach a lot in sales, which is the relationship is important, but it's not the end all be all. Oftentimes we get in too much of a relationship and we forget what our purpose is, right? We forget that the purpose may be to help that person in their, within their business to help that entrepreneur progress and get better. And when we forget that, we spend too much time in the relationship zone and then it, it could take years to get that relationship to turn into a sale versus when we have the right intention, we have the right context, we could do that. So his context, oddly enough, was no new friends, but it worked for him. Why? Because it was unique and purposeful to you. The reason why I said that, that one of the kind of the ideas I had was changing this word to totem for those that uh, haven't seen it yet, I bring it up just about every single segment. And it was, uh, 
the movie Inception. It's like one of my favorite movies in the world because it's it's it's. I think it's one of my probably one of my top ten favorite movies. Because again, it, it tells a lot about sales without telling people a lot about sales. And the idea is like once again to plant an idea in someone's mind, let them own it, let them have it be their own, so that they actually follow through with it. And I oftentimes this is the way I teach sales. But also in the movie, they have what's called totems. So if you've never seen the movie, or if you have, you know that they have these little tiny objects that it's their way of knowing where they're at in space, right? So they, they do this thing where they'll go in somebody's dream. Well, how do you know you're not still dreaming is the whole concept. So they have these things called totems, which are unique to them. They're weighted differently. You know, one person has this thing. Leo has this thing where it spins for days and days and days if they're in a dream. But if he's not, it falls. There's another person that has a weighted die. And every single time it rolls seven, I think, or whatever. The, the point is, it's unique to them. And it lets them know where they're at. It lets them know where they're at in space, right? In time. Are they dreaming or are they awake? So if you ever get to the point where, <clears throat> if you ever get to the point where you don't know where you're at, or maybe you're getting sidetracked, you're not being mindful, you're not being present, you're not being in the moment, use that, that context, use that totem, so to speak. So you say a phrase, and that phrase elicits an emotion that reminds you, hey, this is my purpose, this is the result that I'm here for, let's move forward. Like the analogy I gave earlier about the boat. It's steering the boat in a direction, but letting go, right? Surrendering to the idea that, hey, this is the result that I want. If I put the right intention into it, if I put the right effort into it, it's going to take me places, right? So ask yourself today, again, what is your context? And by the way, this idea of going through CPR, this idea of going through understanding what your context is, your purpose is, your result, you shouldn't have just one. Because every single new scenario requires a new CPR, right? Again, who I am in this room today with all of you should be different than maybe if I get you one-on-one. -on -one. The context should be different. The purpose should be different. The result should possibly be different, right? When you talk to your parents or your significant other, the one thing I, this is a, a funny story, but the one issue that I have, because I'm a lot of times in coach mode, right? I'm looking for a result, right? To enroll people to Elevated Sales Academy. But sometimes when I talk to my brother, for example, my little brother, I'm in coach mode all the time. And he has to remind me, he'll go, hey, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm your little brother. I'm not one of your clients. And he used to actually take this as like a, a, as a, as a bad thing. But he was reminding me something. The context change. The purpose of change. I should be here. My intention should be to be a good big brother, not necessarily coax him to be a seven-figure entrepreneur. That's not the purpose of this of this interaction. The purpose is to be here, be present, talk, enjoy time, laugh, have a beer, all these things. But again, if my context is right, I'm, I'm acting as something different. So again, I started with this idea very basic idea that maybe your identity is what is the problem. What you think your identity is, maybe the problem, the reason why you're not getting the results that you want. Oftentimes we get certain results and we think that, again, it's just handed down from the universe or we don't know why it's happening. If you ever question, I'm doing everything right. I feel like I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm hustling, I'm grinding, I'm doing all these things and I'm still not getting the results that I want. Maybe it's time to look at this. Maybe it's time to look at what is your purpose every day? Are you living in that purpose? Are you being intentional about it? Do you know the results you actually want? Or maybe you're too afraid to even admit what your results that you want is. Like, what do you want? And do you have the right context, right? This context, once again, needs to be personal to you. 
if somebody else hears it, it may not make any sense. It may not may not make any sense. All right. There's a reason why, for example, in in, in the uh, in our mastermind group, I have this call guide. I call it a call guide simply because, again, it should be unique to the individual. But I give you a framework. But every beginning of it, I ask certain questions to get you in the right mindset before the call. Because a call, again, you should not be going to a sales call or sales interaction simply to just tell somebody what they need to hear and get them to buy. The mindset should be one of curiosity, right? It should be something where, for example, one of the kind of prompts I give is like you selling, you're not selling your services. You're inspiring another person to try to become their best self, whether that's an entrepreneur or whatever, right? You're not selling a dream. You're not selling necessarily a solution. You're selling a dream, the dream that there that is theirs. In order to understand their dream, you got to talk. You got to understand. You got to ask questions. What they're actually paying for is the roadmap, right? Another problem could be something like you are a curious. You're curious and you're a seeker of deep meaning. Okay, why do I put this as a prompt? It's because, again, far too often we think we know it all. We start coming at them with, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. But instead, coming from a place of, I'm just curious. I want to find what really drives you. I want to find what you really want. You're telling me that you want to make seven figures, but why are we stopping at seven figures? What's going on there, right? Just being a seeker of deep truth. So with that being said, I hope that this actually helps you be in a better uh, alignment, so to speak, with what you really want in life and how you're operating. Because, again, not getting what you want something is off something is off you're not getting what you want out of life it could be that your intention what you want is not aligned with the behaviors you do every single day the closer you get those two things aligned the better off you'll be so with that being said the last three minutes i want to leave this open to questions and comments as i always do and the first question i have for you is have you when's the last time you set your purpose your intention before you did something? Have you given this any thought? And if you have, what has that done for you? This is open to anybody. Raylan, it's Susie. Susie <laughs> Miller. Oh my word. Um, I'm gonna go back to a moment that you and I shared in an event where we heard about some of this and I love the blue belt analogy. But we had a moment where we had to do this exercise which we were both incredibly uncomfortable doing. We had to stand here face to face with looking at each other in the eye. And my intention in that moment was to communicate to you, I got you, because you've been going through some stuff. And I just sat there, and that was my mantra running through my mind. And I'm so, I was so struck about 20 minutes later when you came up to me and you said to me, Susie, I think the whole time I was thinking I got you, but I'm wondering if you were saying I got you for me. And it was such a clear, I'm tearing up as I'm saying it. Um because it's almost like you read my mind. It's almost like everything you just said about CPR came to fruition in that moment. And I'm seeing in hindsight, I had to pull over, I'm driving because I was so moved by what you shared and how that moment for us illustrated exactly what you said. Because somewhere in there, there was this idea of the purpose of wanting you to feel cared about, wanting to connect with you. And I think you had the same thing for me. And we ended up in that moment of other level connection with no words. And so I think, you know, for me, that, that, that CPR of the power of it when we get out of the, our own way and that whole idea of, I think, standing there, I was like, oh, wait, our boat has sails. And so I don't know if that my share makes sense to anybody else in the room, but Raylan, that was fire. That was life-changing. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Mrs. Miller. And yes, that going through that and letting go and being uncomfortable is, is the key to a lot of things. 
Now, with that being said, that's my time. Thank you so much, Breakfast Champions. It's always a pleasure to come in, to share some ideas, some concepts. I hope you take them and see how maybe they can improve your life. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.